Okay. All right. So I guess we just go into it then? Sure thing. Okay. It's been a while since we did an episode. A very, very long time. Very we, long overdue. Corona is a bitch. Um, I think that's an understatement, but okay. So welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Spill Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky. And I'm your co-host, Edgar. Hi, Edgar. Hey, bro. How's it going? It could be worse. Could be better. It could be better. Could We've be been lot. better. Been a lot better. What's let's give a quick a little quick update. What what's going on with you? I had surgery. They cut me open and now I'm fixed. Oh yeah. It was hell. Um and I felt way more sorry for you because you lost a lot of sleep. Oh, I'm sleeping a lot now. Uh, a lot better now. Thank God for that. Um It's part of the reason why I guess we haven't been doing episodes. Just too tired to do anything. But since surgery happened, I can eat more and I have more energy now. So here we are. Yeah. And we were discussing a pretty good topic the other day. And I thought that why not open up a new episode of the podcast about it? Yeah, I was was watching. This started off when I bought my own camera. And it was after I was I kept watching you do your work on video recording, filming in general, and then also photography and how much how very anal you have to be when it comes to photo editing and shooting. So it kind of got me to get one same exact model camera that you have. And so I always kept asking you questions. And as I started learning more and more, I couldn't find the video, but I ran into this one particular video where apparently there's a term called filmatic and it's kind of a ongoing debate in the film industry about is film a still a good thing to have or digital is the complete way to go so you said it's called filmatic that's a that's a term like you use film and then matic for like short is the, is the the word that they took from the term cinematic so film and cinematic put together okay and i also heard the term digimatic which it's kind of like sounds like a digimon term from, from an anime <laughs> so it sounds like uh, people in the industry want to really de- separate between filmmaking and digital making. Kind of? Like digital video making and filmmaking. Yeah, kind of. Like, So the video was talking about, and the video, and to put it in context, and to, to put in context what I could understand because I'm no expert at this stuff, although I find it really fascinating and I wish I was. But um, it showed like a little small clip where a guy was showing like a like a 10 second clip of a film that he's introducing. And both his critiques were like saying your film was too clean. The frame rates too high. It looks way too polished. Like it like it looks like something that you shot out of a 20 grand camera, like yeah. a very expensive camera. And the other guy also agreed, but he thought like, yeah, but he was a bit nicer. It was kind of like. American Idol. One guy was one. The lady was kind of like very, very mean, very strict. While the guy was a bit more giving him a little bit leeway, and it became kind of like an argument with the filmmaker, the director, to his critiques. And that's where the video starts. Where is film still a necessary thing to put in the industry? Is it still important? Is it really at all that necessary? And then. Well, okay. I brought this topic up to you and 
so yeah that's where our discussion started and we kind of got into it a little bit yeah but uh i really wanted some time to like look into it myself i didn't know that there were what did you call them film film whatever you call them filmatic filmatic film i guess film files wait yeah film people that like really like film in the classic old school look people. of film and yeah. using film um so i've only been shooting digital for about two years now mm -hmm. i haven't been like in the scene all that long compared to like other people uh so my only exposure has only ever been digital including right now what we're doing it's all digital yeah it's so easy just to hook up and just record digital but i have wanted to dabble in film because there is an appeal to it there's like it's almost like how people get very protective of vinyl people are like mm -hmm. oh, it's a warmer sound it's a cleaner tone or something you hear more things yeah the record and to to be fair we have vinyl like we you and i both like listening to vinyl every now and then and there is a difference between listening to digital on the computer and a vinyl record there's a, there is a, a difference that you can kind of hear so i can see the argument with film also my thoughts on does film still have a place in the industry sure if you want to go for that look if you want to go for that classic unedited film grain look sure it's totally fine there's a there's a material film called cellu celluline i believe it, you can kind of almost mistake it as cellulite which is something that goes on with the human body that's something different okay nothing <laughs> inappropriate it, it's mistaken that term i keep forgetting how the term how the word goes i'm not i'm just putting in context yeah for just for the record like neither of us have ever worked with film no closest i've ever gotten to is a polaroid camera yeah I which i imagine has something to do with it because of the chemicals that go into like the polaroid yeah but that's the closest we've ever gotten to actual film Cellul celluline i believe and you see this in the godfather there are pros and cons when it comes to film and even current directors to this very day even the most big the most notorious ones like uh martin scorsese uh quentin tarantino steven spielberg and one of my one of my all-time favorites christopher nolan mm -hmm. they all use film and tarantino is one of the ones who is like a bit more like i wouldn't say close-minded is he I, th I guess he tried it but he just didn't like connect to it and he basically said like you know the, the it just all he said was it doesn't do it for me mm -hmm. like he doesn't seem to get the exact kind of tone for his films because celluline it provides a depth of it actually provides more depth it it, it it automatically successfully captures the colors and it makes the shadows stand out more so like it makes them actual black so you're going off of that video i sent you right and we'll put so there's two videos yeah that we I can't we couldn't find the one that you were talking about if by some miracle if I find it I'll send it to you and put it in the link we'll in the put it in the description but there's two videos and we'll put those in the description too mm -hmm. there's two videos that um, I found that really kind of like got me to form my opinions on this and the video that I sent you uh, featuring Quentin Tarantino 
and all these other filmmakers like and i mean film as in like the actual film role yeah um i think that that video is a little bit unfair to Mm -hmm. digital because uh all their films were mostly talking about like older films and like older generation the only example they gave of a modern day film that could have used digital was the hateful eight which tarantino was very um adamant about he was he really wanted to film it with film and he really wanted to use like the most i guess latest technology with film because he knew he knew exactly the look he wanted but every other example i think in that video was using older films and old digital technology at the time Mm -hmm. so I think it's a little unfair because digital has come a long way. It does. Like no, yeah, cuz um Spielberg is one of those guys that he says and he makes a fair point where if you f- shoot film the downside of of projecting it on the screen at the theater, especially mostly modern theaters cuz digital was finally starting to come a thing. Like they like most theaters were starting to use digital projectors instead of film projectors and it kind of became he, he really got worried saying that whenever i shoot film and they present it on the digit on the digital projector the quality goes down mm-hmm. and it becomes a little bit more hazy and he gets worried about the quality and to him he knows that it's gonna it's gonna we're gonna be at that point where film no more we finally figure it out technologically through software through our digital cameras and he knows that there's going to be a point where he himself is going to be saying you know what yeah this time i'm going to have to use digital but for now i just love doing film because it has that feel which a lot of people say that not only do they use it for the style and the vibe it's like an experience to them like the the process of setting up the camera and reviewing the film some people would go that far to even have their own dark room i was watching um a video of uh i'll I'll put it in the description too it's these i forgot concord i think uh they were they they did a video titled like millennials uh reveal their like they what is it called i forgot what they titled it but they basically were developing their own um film Mm -hmm. from a camera a digital camera not not a digital camera from a uh what do you call it film camera film camera yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh it looked really exciting because they were using a modern method of developing they weren't using you know a dark room with that red light that doesn't damage the yeah yeah they were using the a, a modern method which i'm surprised they're still developing techniques to develop film because uh i guess in the old days it was a bit harder and you basically yeah. had to do trial and error before you finally figured it out. But be, for being their first time developing film, they they did it. They got their their photos out and they had their negatives. And just looking at their experience, like I was like, I kind of want to do that, which I have looked into a couple of my own film cameras to, that I want to try out. Um, the only downside is the rolls you have to keep buying your rolls yeah it's it's gotten it's actually gotten expensive you can't like as opposed to digital you can't like see what shot you got mm-hmm. you have you can only see it like once you've developed it uh and even then 
uh, I've heard that when you're looking into the viewfinder, whatever you're looking at is not going to be exactly the same as what you get on the film mm. because of the, you know, the difference in height or however the camera is built. Yeah, I, I did find some some film cameras that actually have a screen, like a tiny, tiny screen. And it's like, oh, OK, so they've actually they it, I noticed like when they were when I was looking at the camera. It came to the realize it came to the realization that they were baby stepping it like they didn't just jump the gun on some of these cameras or maybe they have and I just haven't noticed it, but it it actually starts to show you how much they progressed when with how it slowly became from film borderline digital to fully digital. It's the evolution of, uh, uh, I guess, video and photography. Yeah, it's a really cool evolution. Uh from the early days, from the earliest days, like I think one of the things that they wanted to solve was, does a horse, what is it? Does it does it, all a horse's feet all touch the ground while it's running, or do they lift? They the camera was built literally because of that. No, or? so that's basically their evolution, the, the start of video, because oh, yeah. because they set up a bunch of cameras, and they noticed that if they played them, if they flipped through the images fast enough, it kind of looked like it was moving, and apparently that's like the the start of video which is a kind of kind of a cool like oh we accidentally a thing yeah they also did that with an elephant um i haven't heard of that one yeah it kind of it's like a very very old old like it it just shows the elephant and you barely see what's around it and it was kind of depressing though it was fascinating but it was kind of depressing the elephant was just like shrugging <laughs> the poor thing but um so going back to like the digital and uh, film I guess debate is it a debate I can't I haven't met anybody well because I haven't been in it very long but I mm -hmm. haven't met anybody that is opposed to moving on to digital mostly what from what I've from what the videos that we've seen the people that are mostly opposed to going full digital are these old directors that mm -hmm. that grew up with film that grew up with film techniques they're they're they are their own masters in their field you know they know what they want they know what they they know exactly the look they want to get with their film. Um, but uh, I haven't met anybody opposed to moving forward. It's like a process to them. Like, it's just, like I said before, Celluline, the Celluline um, film, it does provide a more organic look to it. And it does provide a bit of a, the grain does soften the image. And people have actually... Um, people like for example which movie was it the hobbit the first hobbit movie i think you and i went to go see it in theaters when, the, when it first came out and whenever i saw that when i first saw that film i noticed how very nice it looked and breathtaking but then when we went back to seeing other other movies they didn't the 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 quality and the frame rate was not meeting up to standards compared to the hobbit and i was like what's going on here so i that same video that I cannot find, ended up they ended up explaining it. Uh, Peter Jackson, the director, he uh, literally bought a bunch of digital cameras. Well, he didn't buy them; he utilized them for the for the movie, and and shot it at forty eight frames per second. And when you go out off the the rails, off the basically the spectrum, the rule of sh of presenting your film in cinema which originally is supposed to be 24 frames per second. And I kind of like it, especially Saving Private Ryan. 
the creative thing that they did there, and I don't, I don't mean like to go back and forth, they did a double negative on the cameras, on the film, to give it that gray blue tone that to give it a more staccato look to it mm-hmm. and it provided a more you kind of almost look at it as if it was a somebody was filming and documenting it through their own cameras watching what these soldiers were doing what the marines were doing in world war ii so looking at the hobbit it was it did it, i did it looking back at it i was like it, yeah that i can understand people being thrown off by it especially with a screen that's huge that's really really big and it it just it think it's a matter of perspective of the experience when you're watching it mm-hmm. and i think it's something that a lot of people are used to when they're utilizing their film that's why i also I always that's why i also always notice when we watch the latest avengers movie for example out of nowhere it looks 10 times better when we play it on blu-ray and that's because the films, the, the movies were filmed at their highest potential, but they downgraded it for the projectors and for the theater for the for that basic film experience. Sometimes they went as far as to intentionally add that grain and that flair. So one of the so since you brought up Avengers, like the the MCU movies, I think this is a good uh, segue into like one of the topics that came up in these videos. Uh, one of the things that these older directors were complaining about as everything cgi and blah, blah, blah oh yeah so yes the marvel films are basically cgi when you look at the um the behind the scenes you can see like all these blue screens green screens they uh uh what is his name mark ruffalo he's covered in dots for the hulk um what's the thanos character's actor name uh oh josh brolin him yeah him too he also had a bunch of dots on him so film has gotten very weird um in in terms of like how they do things but i just saw this movie last weekend uh 1917 they did everything practically they we were watching i was watching behind the scenes video with my friends and they did everything practically they went out they dug trenches they i i'm not sure what format they filmed i don't know if it was digital or not i'll look it up I want to say it was digital because the cameras they were using, they looked, they didn't look like they could hold film, but I'm not sure. Uh, So, I mean, yeah, a lot of modern movies are using digital, but they use it. They use digital when the story calls for it. The Marvel movies are high fantasy sci-fi movies. Of course, there's going to be digital. How could you possibly film the Doctor Strange sequence? Oh, yeah. Without any sort of heavy editing without a doubt like that's so what's so when people when when all these older directors are i guess not bashing but they're like turning away from digital it's like how are you going to film for example that dr strange sequence on film without all this editing you know the you can't shoot that practically unless you're on like on heavy <laughs> drugs <laughs> i mean that's a good point. The The very first digital film, the very first film that ever premiered in theaters that was captured on digital cameras was Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Was that actually the first digital film? Apparently. Like, I can't I can't verify it. We'll fact check that. Fact check. Yeah. Fact, let and us know in the comments how wrong we are. Yeah. How dead wrong. We might be dead wrong. <laughs> There's like probably some obscure other digital film that came out. I can already imagine some 
come na you're all wrong <laughs> but uh what was i gonna go with? yeah but like when they when they, that you mentioned digital that's another thing like digital is great however it doesn't do exactly how film does but that's where software comes along it don't do how it does basically and but a lot of direct a lot of other film a lot of uh, film enthusiasts have said it like i can understand the argument like star wars or star trek the mcu films um they use digital cameras to make it easier for like the editing for the cgi for some people that's like Oh, it's just it just they just use CGI. That's it. I mean, that's no big deal. But others will say that's a kind of a, a lazy thing to do. They've gone as far as to even say where Robert Downey Jr. was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he said one time when he was doing a bunch of takes, they said like he was wearing like a replica of the Iron Man suit. It's it almost looked like he was playing for football. Yeah, and he was like, okay, so I'm just just do one take of me with this, and I'll do another take without it, and he'll do like multiple takes without it. And at that point I was like, can we do it one more time? I felt like my arm was out of place. And the director said, Oh no, don't worry about it. We'll just CGI your arm and move your arm a little bit closer, which is freaking weird, which is, which was freaky. It's like that. That's how far we, that's how far we've gone with technology in terms (laughs) of editing. So when it comes to that, for example, I do agree. It's, it's a bit like, it's like, Oh, we'll just move it with CGI. Like why you're already on set. Yeah. You have like terabytes worth of, storage just take do another take yeah like, and, like why what's what's gonna cost you like a couple of minutes to do an, that extra take just to get his arm in the right place exactly so a lot of films like spider-man 2 uh saving private ryan dunkirk um some of these films they're not not exactly how they should be filmed i mean some like half of these films a portion of these films are fantasy but they did shoot exactly in post and on locations Dunkirk was literally shot on Dunkirk where it actually happened. And they use real boats, real, uh, real, like actual practical effects. Le- like barely everything on that movie was CGI. The very, the, the one thing that was CGI that I can only think of are the flares of the bullets coming out on the dogfights. In Dunkirk? In the, yeah, the dogfighting sequence with the planes. There's a dogfight. They're shooting each other, and bullets are flying out of the of, of the planes. And the reason why they design it like that is because in history, they did that in order for you, the shooter, to track the bullet to know if that bullet hit your target. Mm-hmm. So of course they utilize that technique, and it just goes to show you. Okay, so we can use a small portion of CGI into film, mm-hmm. and. The only con at that point is film is just really expensive and there aren't that many businesses. It turns out there's only one company, one, just one laboratory that is actually processing film for their directors, for their in in Hollywood. I imagine a few have popped up now again since film is still becoming like. I would hope so because I, again, my parent, my perspective i feel film can still have a place oh yeah it could be used as a tool for sure because i mean skyfall was shot in digital i mean a uh, film the james bond film skyfall oh, was it yeah that was probably one of the in my opinion i think that's the second best bond film out there next to uh casino royale so okay 
So all these um so we keep talking about like all these big filmmakers like the the Hollywood producers like the the big the big boys, right? Yeah. But what about for example small guys like us, like small like people that are enthusiasts like hobbyists, people that are like they just want to get into the industry. Like they just want to get into like filmmaking, mm-hmm. making videos. It's, we still call it filmmaking also. We, we don't yeah. really call it like, you don't really call yourself a video maker. That's weird. I mean, you can. I've heard people do it. But um, people usually call themselves filmmakers mm-hmm. because the film has had that big of an impact on the history of cinema and videography, cinematography. It's just, it's a part of the history. Almost to a part point where it's part of our culture. All yeah o- all over the world yeah like um i think photography in general okay so i'm, I'm speaking as a photographer mm-hmm. that's mostly what i do i'm a photographer first um i'd like to get into cinematography trying to with this podcast for example same it's like how you doing <laughs> um but uh, speaking as a photographer uh, in terms of film and digital i think digital is making it more accessible for people to be able to capture memories mm-hmm. i mean even cell phones um a, a lot of photographers are kind of bash on cell phones because it's like oh it's not like it's not you can't control the lens you can't control the you right all yeah. being all pretentious but i think you should be people should be open even to cell phones i've seen uh instagram pages whose uh photography is based around cell phones that's how I practiced before I got my camera. Yeah, me too. Uh, it, te- it, te- it definitely teaches you how to use what you have mm-hmm. to capture a moment, to get artistic with the moment. Um, I even bash, like, I- I'm still against shooting vertically, yeah. <laughs> whether it be video or photo. But I'm starting to be more open about shooting vertically mm-hmm. because that's just how... Um, the world is moving everybody's on their screen like this anyway so why wouldn't you shoot like this right i mean yeah you can flip the phone and a lot of apps do support flipping to um horizontal but i'm so annoyed that instagram for example doesn't let you do that or oh my god yeah tiktok for example i i am so annoyed with tiktok because it forces you to shoot vertically and i'm just like as an editor too i'm almost like oh but i'm still more open about it because smartphones are so common now even you can even get an old uh, smartphone from like three years ago and it could be a good little camera for you to use and anywhere in the world i, I think most people nowadays the majority of humans have a form to take photos with and It'd be really hard to do that if if it was still film. So I think digital does have a place. In- oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the way how you explain it is way better how way better than uh, George Lucas explained it because he kind of had this attitude of a get with the program or get out kind of attitude. Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, hold on. When I, I I understand his perspective on digital and advancing more on digital but to be fair jj abrams who directed star wars the force awakens and 
the Rise of Skywalker, the Force Awakens was was recorded was filmed with film. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. With film and he and coming coming from his perspective, who is a big Star Wars fan, he wanted to capture it as a a kind of like an homage to A New Hope, which was the very first Star Wars film to ever premiere mm -hmm. here in America. And that kind of like when you, you when you have a reason like that, I kind of feel like okay, that's a it's it's that's, that's very sympathetic. Um, the way how you explain it with digital, yeah, it's more compact, it's a lot easier, and more importantly, it's not heavy. <laughs> yeah, film gets heavy. Film, yeah. Um, the the uh, the only upside that I know about film is that you film what you need you shoot what you shoot and it's all there and they always redo the thing all the time i mean to this very what's, day they what's do that. the thing well i don't have that 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 black and white thing where hey oh take the, one the slate yeah the slate that's what they call it that's the slate the slate okay yeah they use a slate <laughs> they use a, they still use for the all slate. you non-digital or non-film people it's called the well <laughs> anyway so yeah the slate but um Fuck, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> the point is they don't waste their shot. Yeah, and so they had they just transfer all the films in a crate and like, yep, this is all we have. Um, this is what we you need to use. This is all you need to use. We did multiple takes. Like you said before, you told me one time I asked I asked for your advice. Um I was showing you a bunch of pictures and you're like, you didn't shoot more? You, that's what you told me and i was like no and that's the one thing that you did tell me you were i love how very passionate you were telling me this you were like yeah don't be afraid to take multiple shots because there's going to be one really good shot that you like and the rest of the shots are just going to be out the window yeah so that's another thing that's also a, a, another point that came up in terms of like uh making sure you have the just the right shot so uh, that is a point that came up and I see both positives and negatives when it comes to digital and film. So with film and uh, now I'm speaking like uh, in terms of like actually recording a video or I guess this, this also applies to like a, a photo mm -hmm. uh, for film. You shoot what you need. Mm -hmm. You don't record. You don't start filming. You don't start actually using the role until you know you have the shot. So one of the things that um, one of the directors said in um, the second video that I sent you was it forces you to be creative. Yeah. You're not going to waste the shot. You're going to you're going to hold it until you know you have the perfect shot. Mm -hmm. You because it's film. You don't want to waste it. You want to make sure you get as many great shots first try again because it's very expensive. It's expensive. It takes time to develop. Uh, you don't want to waste your time developing a shot that is going to just be dumb or whatever. Um, so I can see that because it forces you to be good. Like, you literally get good, right? You're going to be a master shot with your photo, your photography, or your film. Um, downside is if you're going to be thinking in that way because also it is expensive and you can't shoot what you want, you might miss a different angle that would have been better from what you envisioned. Mm -hmm. You might miss a better shot than what you're actually taking. So when, th when it comes to digital, sure, you may be a little bit lazier, I guess, but 
you have the freedom to oh that shot kind of sucked delete or even like oh this is a raw file i'll just edit it and it'll be better than what i'm looking at this type of argument can be it is also applied in animation which i would love to talk about in another podcast unless you want to talk about it now i think animation and photography are like they share they do they do share a couple of things but we're neither of us are animators no. so I think that should be a whole topic on its own. I do a research on that. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, the only thing that I that I want to put up, that I want to put out there is that, yeah, it's the same thing when it comes to animation. They say that a lot of people want uh, 2D animation back, kind of like how they did back with Disney, like Hercules, Cinderella, and that's great, and it's puts a challenge and it, and it does add more de- and it allows people to put detail. However, again, Pixar has advanced a lot more on that. And not only that, you can always use the software to move the camera however you want. It's also really hard to do traditional animation, but, that, as, but that's a different topic. Yeah. That's a totally different topic. Um, so what I, yeah, what I was saying when, when I, when a lot of modern digital photographers, cinematographers, they all say the same thing. You have, um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to um, to, sh- to shoot. Don't be afraid to take the shot because um, you have plenty of space on your SD, SSD, whatever form of card or whatever your, you know, data storage is. Yeah. You have plenty of space. So don't be afraid to take those shots. Um yeah, so what what I what I told you about uh, don't be afraid to experiment with like angles, because yeah, your phone has plenty of space. It's not like the it's not like a phone takes like huge amounts of storage space with a photo. Like yeah. the, the they're designed to take like a quick shot for that moment, um, even if it's a JPEG. Uh, raw images are a bit bigger. But not by much, especially with the cameras that we have. We're not taking huge files, uh, even if we're recording at 4K, which we're not right now. Uh, but even if it was 4K, uh, our cameras, the ones that we have, they're not huge files. But even if uh, you, we did have like a bigger a camera that shot bigger files, uh, we'd probably have a, a way to record or store that data, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one advantage for digital you can get as many shots as you want as many as many attempts as you want um and you're probably not going to miss a shot anymore because of how accessible data is um it's easier to transfer files like once it's once it's on the camera you could just send it to post and your editors are gonna like just sift through it look for the good ones uh get rid of the bad ones if there is a bad one they could probably salvage it does it digital is just so malleable now it's so accessible it's so easy and i think that all these directors all these old directors um i know i'm probably gonna get shit for this but <laughs> they're being pretentious when they say digital isn't it's it they, i think i'm paraphrasing heavily here they didn't say this at all but what the, what i was getting from these that video was uh they're calling digital shit which maybe back in the day, sure. Even by today's standards, when you're looking back at digital, it's like, oh, that's not very good. And yeah, back in the day, film probably did have a Trump against uh, 
not that's not the right word a leg up on digital because we've been working with digital for so many years it's like people have mastered it digital was new at the time mm-hmm. of course you were going to get better results with film because digital was a new medium nobody really understood it yet it wasn't perfect but now we we're recording in 8k for God's sake, we've gotten to the eight to eight k. Actually, sixteen k now. Fucking why? <laughs> like, who needs who needs that many pixels? Honestly, the I saw this video. Where oh, wait, hold on. I'm not done with my yeah. like little rant defending digital. <laughs> um, yeah, like honestly, I'm sure their intentions come from a good place to preserve film, pr- to preserve that art, but it comes off as pretentious. Uh, like just just try. Tarantino, if you're watching this, I doubt he is ever. He's never going to watch this. Make a short film, like a little 10 minute film with digital. See how that turns out. I'm sure it'll be great. I know film is his mastery. That's his domain, right? And I'm not calling out just Tarantino, I guess. All these old filmmakers, just make a 10 little short using digital. See how it turns out. I'm sure the editing would be fine. Um, I didn't know... And this is one basic was one little thing that I do like about Tarantino. I didn't know that Pulp Fiction was from 1996, something like, around that time, around the 90s. Uh huh. It looks like it's from the 70s because it's the style. That's it, the look he was going for. It was yeah, it's a modern noir kind of like a buddy cop look to it. Mm-hmm. But instead of cops, they're they're hitmen. <laughs> and when I when I watched it, I was like. This is a very old film, but Tra- but Travolta, damn, he he aged well. And I realized, oh, it's the, oh, it's from the nineties. Yeah. Oh wow, he really aged well. And that's what that's how surprised I am. So again, going back to that, and again to Private Ryan, Saving Private Ryan, I guess it's that style. It provides that vibe, that old school vibe. Yeah. So when you watch it, and again, Schindler's List, they shot that film. They shot that movie on film and they use a special kind of film where it only captures black and white. Mm -hmm. So, of course, that provides a lot of leeway for the editors to not make this entire film to be a negative. And it also does provide that intense vibe of how it looked back in the day. There was no color back in the day. There was rare. There's there's some footage, actual World War Two footage, including like Hitler's speech. Or even a video footage of somebody capturing Hitler. You can't say that word. We're gonna get flagged. <laughs> um, <laughs> Charlie I, Chaplin's I, evil twin. I get what you mean. It's but, um, yeah. So the point is, is like it, it. It's a style and a vibe to it. Yeah. And um, digital. Fuck. This is like a train of thought. I'm trying to latch back onto. It's. It's like yeah. It is something that we should get on top of and what's hurting it i mean what's hurting what what's hurting what i mean what's hurting the what's the worst thing that it's doing right now in the industry i think exactly i think the worst thing that it's doing is it's fading out film it's one day we will get to a point where nobody's making film anymore all these old film cameras are basically going to be useless because there's no film these cameras are just going to be sitting there collecting dust or they'll be on display and you're going to look at these old cameras and be like, this is the history of cinematography. This is the history of what we know as the medium of like film uh, recordings. 
the the one thing that would ha- that I'm theorizing what would happen, and I and I seen this when I didn't see it personally, like multiple interviews with musicians that I've seen on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Analog tapes. That started becoming a snuffed out thing, but a bunch of musicians, like very very big musicians, started using uh, analog tapes again, and now. There's a lot of businesses now that are starting to come out selling analog tapes and it's making the market out of that even better and it's providing better sound and it's like it's a different kind of argument but I feel like in film there's got to be that one guy yeah that one guy that knows how to use digital and is a master at it but to keep up with the stigma or to break the stigma he's going to be like how old are you oh I'm 24 and you're making movies? Yeah. How come uh what do you use? What kind of what kind of cameras do you use? Oh, I use this type of camera and it's a film camera. They don't make these anymore. This is the cameras that I'm using. Uh I bought them myself or whatever. Like he invested into those cameras. And he says, "Yeah, I use film all the time." And like, "You're very young. Why don't you use digital?" It's going to be like the year 2040. Yeah, it's like, like you're like, using di- you're using film? Yeah, in the, the year like, 2040? Yeah, like they're, they're going to be there's going to be that one director, upcoming director. And it's going to be like, yeah, I'm using film because I just like it. And I'll use digital every once in a while. It'll be rare, but I just like film. I just like it. Didn't you say, uh, isn't it Jack White who uh, started up his own vinyl company? Yeah. So that's what you mean, right? Like there's going to be that one guy that makes film again. But yeah, he's he opened up his own vinyl company selling uh, selling cassettes. He even went as far as, but like since he utilized that kind of technology, he went as far as to even like add a, like a little hologram on his record player. <laughs> I guess it's like a ballerina, a type of woman dancing to the blues. It's kind of cool, but um, <clears throat> yeah, like I feel like there's gonna be that point. We're gonna have certain directors coming out saying, "I prefer film because I just like it," and they're gonna be, and I'm pretty sure they'll be honest about it because the next guy that's really trying to push it is James Cameron. But, yeah. Um, um, so to each their own basically so what you were saying about it's a style it is a style choice mm-hmm. to the point where uh one of the directors said that this film that they were shooting the actors were older and the setting was an older setting so for him shooting film made sense and it does kind of capture these people in from the time that they were thriving is that does that no that's not what i'm trying to say that's a weird way to put it it's like saying um how am i trying to form my thoughts here it captures them they were older but it captures them as what they would have been like in their prime it's kind of it's off-putting to them i don't know how I'm, i don't know how to word this but basically it it was appropriate for that film and it was a style choice yeah to use film yeah and that's a cool thing about film they don't not all films are the same mm-hmm. they're made differently and the way that they develop them they're all it, it also gives it a different style to the film and that's really cool um as, as far as digital goes, though, if you want to re- replicate that style, it's a bit weirder. Uh, so, like, if you shot 4K, for, for, let's just say 4K 60 FPS, you shot a short film, right? But you wanted it to look noir or you wanted it to look 
black and white and grainy. Sure, you can apply those filters onto the footage, but for some reason it looks weird. Mm. It doesn't capture it the same way that the proper film would be. Um, maybe nowadays with technology, you can get closer. But as far as I've seen, whenever a modern uh, show or movie wants to be shot in like digital, but they edit it to look old, it doesn't look quite right. Yeah. It doesn't capture that same vibe. Um, it can look nice. It, uh, you, you can definitely have 4K black and white and it looks fine, but it's not going to capture that same look. So as, as far as editing goes, uh, it's definitely a style. Yeah. Uh, even even photography. Uh, I I've tried to do some black and white photography with my digital camera, and it kind of works. It, it kind of looks okay. You know, it does look more. It looks sharper. It looks clearer. It's more. Um, you get a bigger image, bigger file size, but it doesn't quite capture the way that a black and white camera would. It doesn't capture it the way that you that it would be if you developed it with film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is definitely a lot of respect to be had for anybody that decides, nope, it's going to be film. I'm going to get my camera to... I'm going to get my film, I'm going to develop it, and I'm going to get that shot because that's the style that I want. To, to, to let's not also forget, film is film, but also... Don't always don't let's not always forget and give credit to those who that provided the, s- the sound design, the color grading, and that and the scoring. All of that well, alone. Okay. It I also kn- provides that style as well. I, I know that I know that sound and uh like the score is a big part of it, but I kinda wanna stick to like the visual aspect for now. We can we could talk about the uh, scoring for a different episode. If that's what you want. Yeah. If that's what you want, shoot your shots. Shoot your shots, however you want it. Yeah, shoot shoot whatever you want. It's it's all good. I think I've said what I wanted to say as far as this goes, this topic goes. Yeah. Any closing Me thoughts? Too. Um, I have no regrets getting my camera. Same. I'm actually having fun with it. Same. So that's your camera. That's mine. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking. I'm looking at my camera. You want to shoot your shots? Go get a camera and have fun with it. Yeah, shoot your shot. But use your cell phone first. Don't. Let's yeah. see if you like it. Yeah, do that. But use whatever format you want, film or digital. Doesn't matter, baby. As long as you get your shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Leave your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, do you shoot film? Do you shoot digital? What's your preference? Uh, did we say anything that you think is wrong? Let us know. So it's an open discussion. Yeah, let us know because we're not experts. Yeah, never shot film. We're always open to learn a few new things. Yeah. A few new things I need to enunciate, right? <laughs> but um, Check us out on Instagram at Coffee Spill Podcast. Link in the description. Uh, anything you want to plug in? Uh, check out my Instagram, Mr. Underscore Pepperman. And oh. Shut up. Check out my personal Instagram, Ricky R. Photography. Where you can find my photography. It's all digital though. I don't know why. I I keep winking at the camera. I should stop. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's digital. So any of you film buffs out there, you might not like it. 
but don't leave hate comments or do i don't know i regret saying that they're gonna, <laughs> gonna do it first comment you guys suck film is the way to go i don't know end yeah